Well, hello friends and welcome back to the dinner table. I have a new friend with me here tonight <laughs> and I am so glad, so glad to have met you. Caitlin Shook, thank you so much for being here tonight. The pleasure is mine. Yay, so much fun. Thank you for allowing me to show up a little late. Oh, it's fine. <laughs> it, it really is fine. One of the things that I have got to do is I have got to get ahead it's so one week. hard. It's <laughs> so hard to do that. I try that with my YouTube yeah. videos and it's just like, it's not, yeah. it's not possible. Yeah. <laughs> Give yourself leeway. Like well, it's and not. I did a great job before I went on my trip Yeah, because I got two recordings down and done and edited and ready to go out before I left on the trip. So now what I need and what has to happen in order for that yeah. to happen is I have to record an extra recording the week in Hard order to, fit to get that in. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's like terribly difficult. And I now we're into planting season and I'm planting and I'm busy and, and I've been thinking about it because I knew that it was going to come a time where someone was like, ah, I can't get out, you know? And so trying to get myself ahead on it, I, I think, you know, well, worst case scenario, I could do the podcast by myself. Like, it, and it yeah. would just be a little bit different. I would just, you know, talk about different things. Figure out a my, clever little way to do that. Oh, and my audience would love it. My yeah. audience, I hate that word. My dinner table guests would yeah. love, love Precisely. that. Yeah. So, okay. So the way we, we had met before, but not really, we hadn't really connected. Yeah. And you reached out to me and said, basically, <laughs> yeah. do you want a pig? And I was like, wait, in wait, essence, hold on. A hundred percent. So yeah. I grew up up in a family that took care of other, you know, we always were accepting animals into uh -huh. our household, uh -huh. taking care of like cats, dogs, squirrels, you name it, everything <laughs> that, yeah, ducks, like everything, <laughs> little pigs every once in a while. And I still continue that into adulthood. My sister and I are really heavily involved in Paws and Claws. So we raise a lot of money for mm -hmm. our, you know, your grassroots organizations, Positively mm -hmm. Forever, Peewees, Fallen Horse mm -hmm. Rescue. You know, these mm -hmm. people, Fallen Horse Rescue is the only South Texas horse rescue. Um, we're actually going to have a really fun event at the bar. It's nice. a horse tournament, you know, hor uh -huh. like hoops. You uh -huh. know what I mean? You're playing ho horse hoops. Okay. For Fallen Horse Rescue. Well, that makes perfect. Oh. You have great ideas. You have a uh, book one coming uh, up that I'm super excited about. Uh, so my friend Tabby came up with the horse, the horse uh -huh. one. But the book idea, I freaking love. I know. Yeah. We'll, we'll circle back around. Yes. But we can't get off of Figgy. Okay. So um, and essentially, uh, folks just end up contacting us uh -huh. if they think that, like, hey, can you help out? Like, yeah. we know you can, yeah. you, you know. And they, so, connect, they contact us too, clearly. I yeah. mean, you, you, like, same thing. Like, that's what happens out here at the farm. And I think if yeah. you live on a farm, that's a little bit of the deal. But we're also very good at <laughs> collecting it. We, we do the same oh, thing. We collect 100%. a lot of it. Yeah. Uh, one of our, uh, the gentleman that actually, David uh, Rohde, who did the beautiful bar top we have at the Annex. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he's a talented guy. So he said, hey, Caitlin, um, there is a pig in the back of a guy's truck at an auto body shop. He uh, needs to find it a home because they're not accepting it at his the next trailer park that he's going to. And I'm uh, all like, I'm all I was a little hungover too that day. <laughs> so I was all like, I'll take her. <laughs> I'm gonna find her a home. I can do it. Yeah. You know, and I'm a, like, I'm just a sucker in general. And also the photo that he sent me was just like, oh, this sad little pig. Oh, oh, all so sweet. Yeah. yeah. She's just like mm -hmm. getting sunburned in the back mm -hmm. of a truck, you know? Mm -hmm. So yeah. I went over there and I was like, you know, I don't know. I don't know where she's going to end up, mm -hmm. but I do know that I can keep her in my backyard mm -hmm. instead of her living in a cage and a, a kennel in the back of a truck. Yeah. So I was like, bring her over there. Um, Oh my God. She's so smart. She was yeah. so sweet. Yep. She was just like, I, you know, just, it was fascinating to, you know, like interact with an animal like that uh -huh. because they are so smart. They're so smart. And they're yep. also, it weighs, she weighs more than me. Yeah. So like, no, there was no clear boss. Uh -huh. Like who's the boss here? <laughs> I don't know who's the boss. Um, so then I realized, you know, like, um, we enjoyed our time together. And then I thought, you know, I actually should be looking for her forever home because uh -huh. it can't be where I am. Like mm -hmm. I'm in the middle of the city. Mm -hmm. She's a nearly 200 pound pig. Yeah. She's big. Not to mention my dogs were terrified of her. Oh yeah. She was mm -hmm. so sweet to them though. Uh -huh. Like she's just, oh, I loved her. So, um, I was reaching out like, uh, there's a lot of, uh, sanctuaries that are actually at their peak for pot belly pigs. Mm, I'm sure. Uh, yeah. which is sad to me. Because it's the second time someone has asked me if I've taken, we tried to take somebody else's, but that pig, we couldn't get it to like, yeah. um, <laughs> with us. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, I was just like, oh my God. I, you know, I just thought that re finding her, her forever home, being her foster 
would be easier. Uh And I was like, wow, there's just a lot of, I think there's a lot of folks that don't realize Mm -hmm. that you need space for these Mm -hmm. pigs because Mm -hmm. they are smarter than you. And so I just kept reaching out and then I was like, you know, who owns, who, who owns a farm Uh that I actually, and I remember seeing a photo with two beautiful long corns uh-huh. and some yeah. water. I was like, I'm just going to reach out. Like, yeah. cause you and I hadn't really chit chatted too yeah. tremendously before. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, he, uh-huh. I got this pig. Uh-huh. And then you were all, well, what's the story? And yeah. then, and then it was just kind of gravy after that. Over, overnight. Yeah. Basically she's great. The, the ones that we have are older. Yeah. And Which I will say this, that meant I knew you weren't going to eat her. Yeah. No. We don't. They're all like, they're like 18. I was all great. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but she's the she's the queen of the roost now. Oh she I, she's the so other smart. two have gotten really skinny. She's gotten thinner too. Good. But she was um, overweight. She she was is, overweight and sunburned. She oh, and she's great now. She's got this <sighs> thick layer of hair. Love it. She's happy, taking over the like trough and just pushing herself. You know, it's just a funny like I, I don't. I'll have to make sure to send to you a video of them that I took um, of everybody. So now we've got seven ducks Aww. because sh- yeah, straight there up were babies flew over, yeah. and then yeah, right. Oh, so the babies were here already. Yeah, when you yeah, okay. yeah. Okay, so the babies are all full grown now. They're not complete. Like mom's trying to wean them. Basically, she's like flying away from them and like trying to teach them to fly and be on their own. But Love we've it. got all these ducks, and then we've got three pigs now, and then the two longhorns, and everybody's over there in the barn at feeding time, just like hustling around, like <laughs> chasing each other and biting each other's butts. You know, it's all Love like it. a whole thing. But she's very happy, and we're very happy to have her. I and- almost like teared up. Uh, while she, I mean, I cried when the move, I had to pay movers to move her cause she is yeah. big. She's <laughs> yeah. a big girl. But when she, when she came out to this farm and, you know, I got to talk to Aislinn, like the, she just walked into the pond uh-huh. and looked like she was the, uh-huh. just meant to be here already. Yeah. And I was like, Oh my God. She was God. so grateful for that water. She was <sighs> so grateful to be able to ro- ro- roll around goosebumps. and cover her like sunburn, like she wasn't feeling well. It was a joy. Tell. And yeah. now she's just a completely different, happy yeah. run in, you know, whatever. Wherever she was before, she was getting, she was sunburned basically. Mm-hmm. Like she was not doing what a pig should do. And um, it also kind of broke my heart when I was moving her from my house because she, she, they're smart. So she looked at me like, what the heck? Mm-hmm. And I, like, as soon as I got her into her kennel and the movers came to grab her, I started bawling. Like just crying my little eyes out. And the movers were like, um, hi. And I'm like, I'm sorry, but she's so smart. And she does. I can't, I can't explain. And this is a hard part when I foster puppies. Yeah. You know, I can't tell them that they're going to go through like a couple hours of discomfort Uh and, and, uh, and, you know, they don't know what's happening. But I then wish you be... could figure that stuff out. I mean, you're going to go through a couple of months of discomfort, yeah. Eastland, but then life's <laughs> going to get better and you're going to feel so much better. You're going to be <laughs> on top of the world. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Okay. So then today I saw you posting a video because I knew you had chickens too. Yeah. Um, and I saw you posting a video about you were di- – uh, what caught my attention more, well, there was a couple of things that caught my attention because we've been talking about roosters on the podcast because yeah, I don't know if you've heard the story or not, but I, uh, one of my roosters came at me like he was going to, um, hook me and oh, I, yeah. I whacked him with a bucket. Yeah. Um, and I don't know if you know this, but chickens will play dead. And ah. I, he, I thought I killed him because he <laughs> fell on the ground. You got to like, protect like yourself he was, though. No, I had to like, and so when I watched you doing that, I was like, I was like, girl, you need to get that bucket and whack the shit out of that. <laughs> but then then I also saw you like dipping your chickens in a bucket. And then it I'm was like, a oh, whole wait, what, calamity. What what was going on? A in this total picture? total ordeal. Um, I realized that I got a little I got I had chicken mites, uh, which is like pretty common mm-hmm. occurrence. I also feed I have bird feeders for, you uh-huh. know, my dove doves, crackles, pigeons. What's the flooring you of your it. uh like where what's their What's the flooring of what they're on missing? Are they free range in your backyard? Yeah. Basically, they only go in their coop at night. At night. Yeah. And it's pine shavings. But okay. I'm pretty sure that they got it. I mean, obviously, they got it from some, you know, mm-hmm. like a pigeon that I was already feeding because I put feed out for them. <laughs> but that's okay because I, I went, I went like code red. 
Like I took every ounce of that chicken coop out. I washed it with soap and water. Uh uh I spray painted the wooden areas because they can get into the wooden crevices. Uh And then I also got a, I went to nailers. I was like, give me your good stuff. (laughs) And then I made like a, some real hardcore spray that Uh was also what they were dipped in, which is safe for them. Uh And I sprayed that all around. But I mean, they like, literally I was like, somebody's going to die today. (laughs) And it's thousands of mites. Um, But the funny thing is, is catching chickens isn't easy. Once they regularize, they don't want to be caught. Yeah. Like if I'm going to feed them out of my hand, they're Uh like, okay. Yeah. But if they've seen another of their brethren get dunked, they're all like, not so much. (laughs) Now you're chasing chickens. (laughs) So, oh my God. And so the first was Michelangela and she, Michelangela, (laughs) I know. So I had like, I have two generations of chickens. My first chickens, uh, Lucy, Ethel, Goldie, Uh and then Ruthie turned into a Ricky. Uh Ricky. I'm like, okay, guy. So he's saucy and he's just got all his hormones. His hormones came in. He learned how to crow. Uh huh. He's cock a doodling. Uh huh. There was a learning curve. Like his first crow, I was all, what did I just hear? Yeah. What is going on out there? And then he, now he's a pro. He's like, cock a doodle uh-huh. all the time and i kind of i find it charming so i don't have a problem with the crowing yeah i just have a problem with his um territorialness oh yeah yeah. because like yeah. i'm like i don't really feel like watching my back like i'm in a prison yard right all the time in right. my backyard yeah. and i mean i hand raised them so it's not yeah. like a you know like i literally they'll just give it a try though man they will he like, wants to make sure that uh-huh. i know he uh-huh. doesn't mess with the dogs or the cats. Uh-huh. But he, he won't they mess with me. They go after my roots because I have three right now. Yeah. And you they, need a fourth? They go after – no. <laughs> As a matter of fact, I just got 21 uh, chicks. Aww. And I just Yay. looked through the thing and I realized like – Somehow I accidentally ordered three straight runs of something. So it's mm. possible one of those will be a rooster. Yeah. So they'll jack around with Kai Shen because he's smaller than they are. Oh my um, God. So that I have to like watch out That's for. That's a concern. Yeah. And then I bring kids into my chicken coop all the time. You yeah. Know? So and they'll, they'll mess with absolutely. kids. Absolutely. And I, so I'm always telling moms like it's your kids are cool but help me watch the roosters if the roosters start acting weird. And so I don't, that's the thing. And we've talked about on the podcast and I kind of made a joke. One of the, one of the titles of the podcast is don't send me hate mail. And it's about the fact that I whacked a rooster so hard. I nearly killed like he pretended like I killed him. It's I like didn't. A, well, it I didn't, mean, but it is, I have to make sure they know I'm the boss. It's when self-defense I come in. because yeah. if you're not whacking them, they're, I mean, legit. Mm-hmm. I got a little scar on my knee from uh-huh. Ricky. Absolutely. Um, so that's the thing as I have a nephew. So I am kind of like, I, uh, I love you, Ricky, but I might, if he, if he is not curtail his aggressiveness, which I mean, you saw in that You'll video. You'll have to find a new home for him. I will. A farm. Yeah. You know, exactly. I've already, yeah. yeah, I've got a couple of folks that are willing yeah. to, um, Okay, and so then your your bar downtown, the Annex, which yeah. is fabulous, you guys. Thank you. Um, and I we're, let's talk about that some more at the very end. But um, you have an event there the uh, last Sunday of the month called Chicken Shiz Bingo. Yeah. What's that? What is that? It's actually shit. Well, <laughs> I just can't. So you're trying to play. You're so, trying to play Facebook, are you? A hundred percent. Yeah. So really, so uh, you know, my sister and I. Um, my sister's the co-owner of the bar. She and I would go to Jenny's Little Longhorn up in Austin, uh-huh. uh, and that was where we would every Sunday uh-huh. chicken shit bingo with Dale Watson playing live, and it was such a vibe, yeah, such a good moments, good times. Like we just loved it. So I was like, "Well, we're I got chickens, I got chickens." So yeah. we are bring, and I brought I bought those chickens for myself for Valentine's Day because uh-huh. I was, always wanted them. And then I'm like, on Valentine's Day, I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna do whatever I want to do. Uh-huh. And, so, <laughs> and so I said, you know, like, all right, now the bar is opening in April. I was like, at some point, we need to have chicken shit bingo. Mm-hmm. And luckily, her husband, who's an angel, Brett, built this fantastic little, you know. Yeah, in- I'm curious in- to see it. Indoor bingo coop, yeah. essentially. Yeah. And, uh, oh, people love it. It's Good. so, But it's also just so fun. It's indoors, uh-huh. so you got air conditioning and the bad uh-huh. times of you know, Corpus Christi's weather. Yeah. And uh, some folks have gone on there and they've actually never seen a chicken in real life. That's funny. Which you and I are surprised by. Yeah. But I mean, yeah. 
the reality is, is like I grew up, you know, we had chickens when I was a kid, uh-huh. even though we lived in the city limits, uh-huh. but there's a lot of folks that probably didn't. Yeah. And so that's the first time. And so I like to think about it as uh, really it's kind of chicken awareness. Absolutely. You know what yeah. I mean? Well, and, you know, uh, Grow Local, one of the things we did was the Backyard Chicken Coop Tour, Bucktoberfest. We oh, did it in October every year. And we I did it for like five that. years in a row. Love it. And um, I... I was so overwhelmed with the number of things that we were doing as an organization that yeah. uh, I canceled it out the last year I was there and just said, we can't do it anymore. I'm exhausted. I can't. And someone else. And I always felt like, because there's a chicken, there's a chicken coop tour in Austin, which is where we got, it's like the funky chicken coop tour or something Cute. like that. But it's not run by the organizations that are also trying to do all of the community gardens and all of the, the farm exactly. and all of the, blah, blah, blah. and so I, I felt like a group of people needed to take over and do the backyard chicken coop tour on their own and do a thing. But everybody always wanted me to do chicken shit bingo. And I was just like, I was just like, I cannot do one more thing. I I cannot do one more thing, but it was a great fun idea and I love it. And so I'm excited. And I had said when I heard you guys were doing it a few, uh, a couple of months back, I was like, Hey, I should come and bring my, bring some stuff. You checked in with me at the beginning of the month, this month and said, are you coming? And I was like, okay, I'm coming. I love it. So I will be there. What's the actual date this month? Is it's it? September the 24th. So it's the, it's the last Sunday of every month. So we got you bringing your fabulous farm goods. Uh-huh. We got Mother Cluckers coming in. Uh-huh. We are also have Most Comida as our food truck, which is one of my favorite food trucks. Uh-huh. And it's $5 to buy a bingo square. Uh-huh. All right. Uh-huh. So the winner of a round takes uh-huh. home $240, which wow. is a good amount. Yeah. $1 of that $5 goes to a benefit that we choose. So I'm really excited. We are going to be donating to uh, the Humane Society. Nice. Gulf Coast Humane Society. Yeah, that's been a, you know, we were so um, animal organization driven. Yeah. The prior two or three events have gone to Paws and Claws. Mm-hmm. And so that's kind of our whole goal is we just, we like to have fun for mm-hmm. a cause. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think that's been the, yeah. you know, yeah. uh, we're just- yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And it's, I just love it. Everybody has a tremendous amount. Of- so yeah. So I'll be over there um, for that and I'll have all my farm goods and eggs and all the good stuff like that. I'm going to buy some magic salt. Okay. <laughs> I love it. That's going to be great. I'm going to have all kinds of things. I, I, I'm i not a hundred percent sure because I, I can't even tell you a week out anymore. Like it's, it's, I get it. it's hard to do that. But and then I also ha- just want to remind everyone that we have the um, the tasting event here at the farm. It's a full moon tasting event, happy hour. Um, and I do have some reservations left, but I'm cut closing reservations on September the 22nd so I can get ready for the event um, and make sure I have enough food and all the good stuff for it. So if you want to get your reservations, get them in right now. Well, you got here and we got to have some delicious food. Oh, I know. It was so good. Yeah. <laughs> I loved it. I lo- I'm a multi-dressing kind of gal. Yeah. Shove it all on there. It was delicious. <laughs> I was very happy with, and, and I was glad that I had, um, really kind of picked something easy to do tonight where I was just the only thing I really cooked tonight. And I was already going to cook the, so I did a redo you guys. I did a redo of my, um, uh, not so beautiful Pinterest fail, whatever. It wasn't even a Pinterest thing. What happened was I it made- It doesn't have to look pretty to taste <laughs> great, you know? Well, I'm not even sure last week it was like super great tasting because I, uh, even the bread was, a li- I, I added honey to the bread mm-hmm. to make it a little bit sweeter and a little bit fluffier. Yeah. Um, and so, but I had gotten the idea of doing the sauteed pears or like in my mind, oh, I was yeah. just going to drizzle some delicious, like caramelized pears on top of it. I'm and here for it. I just like, so I decided I was going to do it again. Well, when I made the banana bear bread Girl, you yesterday did it. though, I left the baking soda out of it. So it was like, so basically I felt like I cursed myself by, I kept saying like, I can't, I can't bake. I can't follow directions. If and you tell I, your mind something, exactly, you're going to be it. Exactly. That's for sure. And so I was like, okay, okay. The thing I did was I made the banana pear bread again and then made the sauteed and then cooked the steak there and at folks, the end. folks, let so. me tell you, it was delicious. Yeah. I loved it. Was it. Pretty. it was oh, pretty. Oh, my God. Too. I made sure so. every bite was like perfectly paired with the amount of bread that I wanted and those pears. <laughs> so the thing that I did different from last week, um, well, besides the fact that I, as Kim said, slow and low, I turned it down. I followed 
followed the directions for the pear, the saute pear part. And then in addition to that, I added honey to the bread mm. just to give it a little bit more sweet and uh, sweeten it up and make it a little bit fluffier. Yeah. Um, and so that was the dessert put together a salad basically to make an avocado steak salad. So tasty. Yeah. So cooked us up a steak real quick when you got here. Tell them about the dressings. Okay. So, <laughs> well, okay. So the greens were arugula and, and I buy... I don't buy bagged greens, but I buy those little boxes that they sell, the yeah. organic, you know, so I always buy arugula. I buy a mix of like kale and spinach. And then I have been lately buying um, some lettuce mixes too. I don't know whether other people do this, but in, when I'm in the produce section, especially when it comes to organic foods, I look for the markers that say 50% off or whatever. Yeah. I eat the produce so fast that I don't, I, I'm okay if it's a little bit older, totally. you know, so I, so that was the green. And then I cut up uh, a carrot and cucumber, which those are not mine out of my garden right now yet, but we're getting closer. I don't know. A little zazz. Yeah, I uh, think so too. Okra is one of my favorite vegetables. So I always find it fascinating that people don't like okra. Weirdos. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> throw whatever. them off the boat. They can't live in the South. <laughs> they can't live in Texas. I'm sorry. You got to go throw them off the boat. <laughs> then I had made um, tzatziki again. So good. Uh, and I also have been making that basil pesto I told you guys about. No, no dut, no, no dut. No nut, no dairy, and then the red wine vinegar. And so we basically put all of them on our salad, plus some avocado, oh. plus the steak. What a mix. It was perfect, honestly. Yeah. And then it was like, I got to where I was like stirring my whole salad yeah. around, getting the avocado all nice and squishy, getting it all over the yes. lettuce, getting it all over, you know, eating big chunks of steak out of there. And then, um, I, you know, my grass fed steak that you guys know, I go after, always go after now. So good. I have to admit that I don't think I cooked my, cause okay. I thought you did a fantastic job. Thank you. It wasn't tough. I've and only it was not overcooked. like two steaks in my whole life. Now you're going on a real good trend. Okay. Um, <laughs> all right. I'll buy you're, it. Yeah. I'll buy it. <laughs> yeah. It, I was, it was delicious. It was, Yay. it was well, perfectly done. And then, of course, we had the red wine. And oh, as like somebody it. that's like tasting wine and beer and all the things now for your bar, almost I mean, too many. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> appreciating getting that give you a chance to have a taste of it. And I love you're like, it. Can I have another? Like, pour me yeah. some more. Yeah, <laughs> here for it. <laughs> I'm here for it. I love so. wine. It is a treat. It's kind of like, you know, it's like it means you are entering a moment of like recreation to me. Oh, okay. Like I don't have to be working. I don't have to be doing anything. Like if I'm drinking wine, then, you know, things have calmed. I have I, a recreational habit, but it's not, um, it's, oops, it is smoking. It's not, <laughs> it's not drinking wine. I do drink a little bit of wine, but. Um, well, there's different things, you know what well, I mean? Well, and it made me think about, um, I mentioned to you, I am not drinking a whole lot, but I love the annex so much and I love the vibe of it Good. and you've made me feel <laughs> safe and at home there yeah. um that I've brought friends there I've where I go now if I go anywhere that's I where love I go that. I do too I'm I feel great about it well my sister and I worked pretty hard on um and my mom uh so it's my sister and I are co-owners and it's our little spot and then my mom was my mom's kind of like a little she is just a She's your biggest fan? Gen no, she's a genius. She's a genius. So and she's, just, she's your biggest yeah, fan. Well, I don't know if she's our fan, but I, <laughs> what I do know is that she has a, a design genius and overall just ability to do things. So she uh -huh. designed, I had first, I don't remember where I first seen a motorcycle put up in the middle of a bar, but uh, there was a place I used to go to Idaho uh, for my last job all the time, Boise, mm -hmm. Idaho for Micron. Micron was my client. And there was a bar there that had two or three motorcycles lined up against the wall, beautifully backlit. Mm -hmm. And I was like, well, that's what I want. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, my sister and I had always, so we worked together um, at Thai Cottage. Uh -huh. Both of us had started in the food and beverage industry when we were 16. My first job was bussing tables at Mamma Mia's uh -huh. when I was 16 years uh -huh. old. And uh, so we had always just been really good at hospitality. You uh -huh. know, like I, you're going to come in here. We're going to try and make you feel comfortable. Yeah. You know, that's the yeah. goal. Yeah. And so, uh, it was just kind of always in the back burner to create a space of our own. And when I finally moved back in Corpus in 2017, it was just like, mm -hmm. we should do this. Mm -hmm. Like, let's get this done. Mm -hmm. And a few different locations kind of got played around with building that we're in kind of came up as an option. And I was like, there. Yeah. So it's kind of, it all worked out perfectly. It's nearby where the 
Shook Automotive, yeah. right? What's I the spent, name of the company? Yeah, Shook Enterprises, yeah, Shook our Inter- mechanic shop. Yeah. Uh, and I also spent my teenage years in the building that our bar uh-huh. is in, like uh-huh. sanding down. I had a restoration project when I was like 14, 15. Uh, I started at 14, 15. I'm still in it. You don't ever not, you're never done. Uh-huh. Like the restoration is never done. Yeah. So it's kind of special to, uh, that building has been a part of us for so long. And the name Annex, people are like, what did you get the Annex name from? Uh-huh. And they think about the jail often. And I'm like, well, the Annex is like technically like a definition for additional building. Right. Like an yeah. added on thing. Yeah. Like it <laughs> yeah. is, it is a description. Extra. Yeah. Like it is not like, you know. It's not like the St. Louis Penitentiary. You know? Right, right. <laughs> it's just That's so funny yeah. how people create their own definitions for words. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So the name came with it because we did, that was that building we just called the Annex. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? So, yeah. And I spent some time in there. Like I, I remember um, the gentleman that was kind of, I wouldn't call it apprenticing, but it was kind of essentially apprenticing. Uh, he was showing me how to uh, do the body work on my, I had a 1976, I have it still, mm-hmm. Porsche 912E. Wow. And back then it was, you know, like it was the poor man's Porsche. Like they basically, <laughs> they probably paid us to get, tow it out of wherever we found it. But I got it down to metal. And then the smaller, you know, the parts, um, there there are parts of a car that you cannot do that to. So you, you essentially use airplane acid. And so you get the paint off that, but like very easily it is acid. Uh So like you'd get like, you know, I'd be like using this, I've had gloves on, but like every once in a while, like a piece, like a small shrapnel, Uh we just like fall, 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 fall. And then fall in between my sock and my Uh leg. And I'd be like, ah, you know, Uh, like your skin is burning. (laughs) And so I was digging around this morning in the garden and saw black widow spider. Oh and my God. Yeah. So like, you never know, like it's you terrifying. really don't. And I've run into things. So yeah. I get it. It's kind of, you know, different. I don't, it is shocking when mm-hmm. you don't mean to see a black widow and you do. Yeah. <laughs> I was all, oh my you're God. Like, Where are your babies? No, they're around. We have, yeah. um, we have brown recluse and we have black widows around here. There was this, you know, those little black furry ones. Cause I had a volunteer out here with me this morning. We were tearing up a whole bed together and she was great. And I told her, I said, like, Hey, you need to know we're sticking our hands down in here. There could be things. And there was actually a little mouse after she'd left. There was a little mouse. He was in a hole and he looked at me Aww. and then he jumped at me and I screamed, ah, you know, whatever. So there are going to be things when you've got yeah. this place all summer long, it's been covered by weeds. Yes. There's, there's things inside there that are going to protect themselves from the heat. And there's some water there and it's shade and, you know, yeah. digging around in there. And I see the little furry ones. And I remember her saying to me, well, I know this isn't like a scary one, but what is this little black furry one? I'm like, oh, they're my best friends. Those are the ones with the little blue eyes, the little gym eyes, Aww. you know, those little black furry. They're, I have them around. Like they're my friends. I got Tina. And we cool. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So, but in that same moment, I thought to myself uh, about seeing a black widow. And I swear to you, I swear to you in that same moment. So I either like, produce that sucker or I think your subconscious had already noticed it that I'd already recognized it was there before I had. Yeah. So it's amazing how like there's, yeah, yeah. Your brain's paying attention. (laughs) Exactly. Whether you realize it or not. Exactly. Exactly. Okay. So you're in the annex and you're, um, you're restoring car. Do you still, I mean, like, do you like, uh, we've got about 12 conversations going on right now. I love it. I know we're, we're really good at bouncing yes. off the walls. I love this. Yeah. Chase it. So, wait, hold on. I got to chase a rabbit over I here. Over I here. know. Same. I'm all like, we, we really got into our black widow conversation because <laughs> I mean, they're terrifying. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. So we, uh, you know, like, so I have this history, you know, I, a lot of formative years, I got kicked out of high school. So I spent a lot of time after that in the car world. Like this is right when I was doing, working on that Porsche. And, um, I basically, most of my formative years were around old car dudes. And, uh, mm-hmm. that, I think that reflects a lot of my personality as well. <laughs> um, but it was just, you know, it's so nice that this idea that I've always, I don't remember when I knew that I wanted my own space. I don't know if it was when I was working at Mamma Mia's mm-hmm. or when I was at Ty Cottage with mm-hmm. Callie and I, we would both work on the, at, like during the same shift. Uh, so yeah, I don't know when the idea but it's always been in the back of my mind for us to have our own, or at least, you know, to have a space. Yeah. Uh, and then I also knew how hard it was to run a kitchen. So I was like, bar, this is what we can do. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, honestly, probably the only reason why I haven't really tried to chase down, like running a, 
because the you, margin, the, the the margin of profit in a restaurant, a bar is completely different because we spend money on alcohol, but yeah. we do not spend money and it, on it food. It doesn't expire. Yeah. Well, much. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> right. No, you're right. That's it's funny because um, my son, he's been home recently. He turns 24 in a couple of days. Nice. And uh, he's just finished his master's in finance from Texas A&M University and is headed to go do his first job at PricewaterhouseCoopers. So he's cool. like the super like smart like uh, uh, math and uh, economics and and oh. uh, auditing guy. And awesome. All of the that kind of stuff. And uh, we were I was talking to him about I was like man, I still just can't get my head wrapped around why the preserved foods are in the fresh foods and just, and he's like, mom, it's because of spoilage. He's like, because they can keep that stuff on the shelf forever and they don't lose it. And I was like, oh, nobody had like said that to me, you know, I was like, click, get it. Okay. Yeah. But then this recent real, real understanding with like, people don't pay for food. They don't like the the co- like the yeah the profit margin in food is so hard yeah so it hard is. It is and frankly. I'm like I it's kind of funny because I've been now I've been in the food industry with Grow Local and the things that I do for 15 years extremely Same. valuable it's weird that we have yeah. the things that are like the most valuable to us are the least valuable to the us. things that impact us the most on a daily basis which yeah. is our health. You know, yeah. like we're not really putting the tremendous, I mean, some yeah. folks. I and mean- if you couldn't get all these other things, you still have to have food and water. And it's like, yeah. that's like the least important thing to us is food and water, you know, like, oh yeah. Anyways, yeah. I I understand totally. the, the like back. Of how, okay. I've seen this and now I don't think, you know, and I like to do food event. I like hospitality. Same thing. Okay. Yeah. Last week we talked about the bear. Have you seen the bear yet on Hulu? Oh yeah. I love it. God, it's so good. And it romanticizes things. I'm sure that it does. But it also does clarify that there is a lot of stressor. So, sure. Yeah. Well, and what I love about the, I, I, I think I like the romanticizing of it because it gives me you got hope. It. Yeah. You like, got I it. think that you, like, yeah. I think that you can't run a restaurant with the profit margin the way it is and the freaking hassle of it unless you yeah. just love serving people and you love, yes. you know, whatever. And I think that to me, that's what, that's the endearing, loving part about that show. Absolutely. But when uh, in the season two, whenever the guy talks to the manager and he talks about um, that he just loves serving people. And I'm like, yeah, I think yeah. there's like personalities of people and we find our ways to just serve the community in all different kinds of ways. And and I the the annex, the bar is what I one of the things I've found aside from just feeling so accepted by you which is important and i i it's strange 44 year old woman still saying like i want to be accepted please like me you know whatever well people like like to feel welcome exactly like i and you have welcome why do i feel home and safe there good you have welcomed me there like purposefully welcomed me there and then on top of that i look around and i'm like y'all have built a bar for women You've built a bar. And I'm not saying it's just for women, but I'm just saying you can tell that women are happy there. Women are comfortable there. Women. Good. It's a place full of women. Love that. I do too. Strong, capable, beautiful women. Well, we incorporated everything that we like. And also, so, you know, like, like I said, from 16 until I ended up getting a, you know, marketing job, something related to my degree, like Callie and I both worked in food and beverage. And we worked at mom and pop places. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? We worked at places with soul. And so there was no way we were going to create a joint that did not have soul and mm-hmm. wasn't something that somewhere we didn't want to go. So we said, yeah. essentially we were like, let's incorporate everything that we love mm-hmm. and put that in. And then the, the, like, the icing on top is you know our operations manager, Sky. Mm-hmm. I love our, her. I know. I, I love her. I love her so much. I know. Well, she's our cousin. So it just... Everything just kind of works well because Sky has such a tremendous, like, I don't ethos to her. You uh-huh. know what I mean? She's yes. just, Sky is Sky. Yes. And she's beloved. Like, everybody yes. that meets her likes her. Yes. 
it's just a real good feeling. People yep. walk in and they understand that yep. they're like, they, they feel the vibes. And you know what the, you know, what's best about a bar full of beautiful, capable, amazing women, <laughs> men show up and spend money. <laughs> they lie, they're all, Whoa, what's happening in here? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I love it. I Honestly. love it. So food was delicious. Our dinner was amazing. Uh, we had avocado steak salads, you guys. I would say, I would just simply 10 suggest out of 10. put all your dressings on there. And yeah. if you go back to last week's episode in the show notes, you'll find the recipes for the banana pear bread and the sauteed pears. And if you run across some good pears, I would suggest make yourself some of that because it's really good stuff. You have a radio show. I didn't realize that you had a radio show. <laughs> well, yeah. you probably don't listen to 1440 Keys. <laughs> I, I quit listening to the radio like ages ago, like yeah. regular radio, you know. Um, it makes sense to me that you have a radio show. Because... It makes no sense to me. So it's no. funny. No, your I mean, voice, you're like your personality, girl, you're I like have... on the mic. I, I see it. I have okay, the person, I have the radio show personality, but not the voice. I have a, so all, it all started. So I grew up around cars. All right. right? Yeah. And I also have had a, just an affinity for museums. Uh huh. So I, uh, you know, when I was traveling for work, anytime there was a museum and like an hour's distance, I was going to go to it. Uh -huh. And through that, you know, I'm a, I love to read a placard. So I'm just reading That's placards. Hilarious, because I love it. Don't go to museums, and I don't read placards if I do go to museums. Yeah, <laughs> oh. but I love to go. I love to go see things. <laughs> I love a story. That's so funny. I'm talking yeah. about car museums. Oh right, just specifically. Right. I get it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. How, I don't. And I can't say I do all read the placards. But I love museums. gardens and and farmers markets. So yeah. I'm going to stop at every garden and every farmers market I run across, and I'm going to spend hours doing exactly. things other people could give two shits about doing. So 100%. I like, yeah. Same. Same. Yeah. Same. But a little bit. Different. Yeah. <laughs> so like I just kind of amassed this kind of like, you know, I don't for I don't I've had a decent memory ever since I was a kid. Uh, -huh. uh and so I just kind of kept amassing this like really interesting, you know, back history, knowledge, uh -huh. history of all the these cars. Uh-huh. And uh, because I loved it. And then I was like, you know, if other people knew this, my God, they'd be so fascinated. Uh -huh. They'd be so interested, you know, and uh, I, th I thought about this for, you know, doing something car related for ages. I thought about doing it when I was 19. And then finally, uh, at 29, I was all, I'm going to, I'm going to do it, mm -hmm. which is honestly uh, a blessing and a curse because yeah. there's something about putting your love of something on the internet yeah. where trolls, yes. Yes, they 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 thrive. Uh -huh. You know, so I've I've grown thicker skin. But and our things that we're into are like our life. They're like ah, everything about love us. It. So then we put it at your eye. Yeah, yeah. Uh -huh. I uh, so like, I, and I'm happy. I have no regrets whatsoever. But right. I just I saw it. I just decided. I was like, I think I can grow folks' interest in classic cars and the birth of these cars and automobile mm. manufacturers. Like the actual history, automobile history is essentially where my passion lies. That's mm -hmm. my hobby. That's my, where my enthusiasm is, mm -hmm. you know, like I, I freaking love it. So I started making uh, YouTube videos about the history, the birth of different things that I found really interesting. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? That I had accumulated over time and then grew on. And then uh, a while into that, the Rodney, the manager over at 1440 keys reached out and he said, Hey, you ever thought about having a radio show? And uh -huh. I said, no, <laughs> I, no, I, I fear that I, you know, I have a pirate's mouth, uh -huh, yeah. which I, I, the radio <laughs> show has halfway eliminated. That's like, good. Uh, yeah. Thank God. Because yeah. they'll be fined, maybe lose their, what is it? The, their license. Uh -huh. you know? uh -huh. So I, uh, I got really good at that. And then also I'll always remember walking in and talking to him the first time because, you know, I was apprehensive. I was like, oh, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. I don't, I also didn't care about being well-known. I didn't really want to be well-known in Corpus. Mm -hmm. So I, this is a local radio station. I mm -hmm. wanted to, nobody know me locally and then just do mm -hmm. my YouTube thing. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? My internet stuff. Yeah. Uh, so I wasn't initially attracted to this idea. But I, while we're talking, I couldn't help think about the movie Airheads, uh -huh. which is not really on topic they technically like um hold hostage a radio station but i just like thought about that movie and i thought about how fascinating radio actually which probably is you uh -huh. know i don't know so i said rodney i'm interested but i do want to tell you i don't have a radio voice mm -hmm. he said yeah but you got a radio personality yeah <laughs> This is probably my favorite comment that I've ever received on any of my YouTube videos. A man, obviously, told me, he said, 
that girl sounds like a frozen cat being run through a bandsaw. <laughs> I'm here for the visual. <laughs> I'm all like, I'm not mad. I take no offense. I'm a, I am amused at your, your, the cleverness. Of I that. love you, man. <laughs> like, I wish I had like, you're like, heart like i'm all or something i don't know like you're like you got like nerve that's what it is uh, nerve you've got nerve it's uh well you know you just you you pile it on you just keep you know what i mean it's like you tend to your mind your like a garden because it's yeah because it's easy to focus on one thing and kind of yeah. slip off that hill. Yeah. But you yeah. got to keep gardening. <laughs> no you're 100 correct yeah to keep it straight my new my new favorite was chop wood carry water just every time I start oh, getting like, like that, like all crazy inside yeah. about something, you know, I'm like, you know what? I got shit to do. Chop wood, carry water, yeah. chop wood, carry water. Just you, keep chopping wood and carrying water. <laughs> your mind is your own worst enemy. Nobody's uh -huh. actually able to, nobody can really mess with you. It's yeah. only you. Yeah. You know how you absorb yeah. what they say, how anybody reacts to you. Yeah. Like it's your choice if you want to be bothered, frankly. And that's been a beautiful yeah. thing, you know, to yeah. focus on like, Hey, you know what? Mm -hmm. I would prefer to be unbothered. Yeah. And so that's what I've been focusing and on. And it makes it a lot easier to be successful in a world oh. when you don't give a shit. It's like. funny. So like my co-host is my brother, Chad. It's a great combination because mm -hmm. I bring a lot of the, you know, the history facts and he's a daily mechanic. Like he's a mechanic. Uh -huh. So he has worked on some fascinating cars from antique to supercars of the nineties, you know, you name it. Mm -hmm. Uh, and we talk about it and like one time I was like, well, I, I, I don't want to be wrong because as a female <laughs> on the internet talking about yeah. a mostly male, uh, subject, they, Ugh. they're excited to tell you to shreds. Ugh. And Chad was like, who cares? Yeah. You're allowed to be wrong. Yeah. And I, I was all, oh uh -huh. my, oh, uh -huh. <laughs> hey, I'm going to put yeah. that in my pocket and keep it. We have a you section know? of this podcast called Unanswered Questions. And the reason Unanswered Questions got started was because, prove me wrong. <laughs> like, honestly, I think that that's exactly where it started. And it was like, okay, well, that's fine. I don't mind being wrong. We'll just look it up and tell, prove yeah. that I was right or wrong, you know, yeah. next week. You know, that that's what Google's thing. for. <laughs> yeah. Like, Google literally was an invention for those, things, those, yeah. those moments. Yeah. So I can be wrong and you can prove me wrong or you can prove that I actually was right. And intuitively, yeah. I know all kinds of shit because I'm a woman and I know a lot of shit. <laughs> As I'm a woman. Indeed. I know. <laughs> yeah. I love that. It and is funny though. Like literally like it's a blessing and curse. So right now I have this really cool, um, artistic video of this like land speed record breaking Studebaker. And mm. it's been a both a blessing and a curse. Like anytime something, you know, I have my regular people that watch my stuff, you mm -hmm. know, and they're like, cool. Did, yeah. Love that. Cool. Mm -hmm. You know, didn't know, did all oh, man this, you know, or, or it add, add value uh -huh. to the conversation. And so anytime something goes viral, so I have like 1.4 million views on it right now. Mm -hmm. So anytime something goes viral, I, uh, I get it. The door opens uh -huh. to the dick bagels. Uh -huh. And I'm like, Oh my God. Get in. And then yeah. like, dick I've bagels. been told, um, by very wise men, you know, the same guys I grew up with my dad. And then like his friends are all like, don't bloody your hands. Mm -hmm. Don't, you know, like, mm -hmm. don't give them anything. But I'm like, every once in a while, if my response gives me a chuckle, mm -hmm. I will respond. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, giddy, giddy, giddy. you know, like just your typical, you know, I think that there are folks out there that are they're, they're, currently people used to find relevance by bringing water to the village. Mm -hmm. Now folks are finding relevance by saying something nasty via their keyboard. Mm -hmm. And, uh, it's too bad, you know, uh -huh. like put your computer down, put your TV down, go out there, volunteer somewhere. Uh -huh. You know what I mean? Relevance, you don't earn importance by being a dick on the internet. Yeah. We should make a shirt about that. Yeah. <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? I'm like, it is definitely something that I faced on a, certainly on the smaller, but that it's funny that you mentioned that because I don't run into it very often, but anytime I have something that goes strangely viral, you're right. Yeah. What did you call it? Dick bagels? potentially <laughs> i don't even know so but, there, like, there are sometimes words that come out of my mouth that i don't recall <laughs> i'm like i don't know but whatever who cares what you think shut up i you know i really care but just speaking of that stuff i have just i've gotten to the point where i am trying really hard not to even look anymore yeah outside honestly. i mean i got to run my business stuff on there and i've got to post stuff out there and i've got 
you know, and, and there's certain spaces and groups and things like that where I'm selling things where I've got to pay attention, yeah, you totally. know, but I'm just, I'm not interested in like communicating on there anymore. Yeah. It, it, it doesn't work. Unless it, unless my response gives me a giggle. There you go. I'm the youngest of four. Uh-huh. uh-huh. Nobody's going to be meaner to me than I haven't already been to me. Uh-huh. Or my right. siblings. Yeah. You know what I mean? Oh, you got a joke? Heard it before when I was yeah. 12. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, suck it. You know, yeah. I just, oh, <laughs> you're, you're not Come that at me. Yeah. So uh, unless it, like, unless like, and honestly, a lot of my hitbacks to me are hilarious. So yeah. I think that's all that matters, <laughs> yeah. right? I mean, so, at the end of the day, you make yourself laugh. You make yourself happy. You make some, yourself, yeah. yeah. Some of them I don't respond to, but if I read it and immediately think of something funny, then I'm like, dee 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 yeah. <laughs> well, and I also want them to know that like, they're actually talking to a human being. Yeah. Like that. They forget that. Yeah. They forget that, mm-hmm. you know, their rude responses, like, a, <laughs> they forget that they're talking, that there's another person on the uh-huh. other end. During yeah. 2020, during the whole pandemic stuff, oh, I yeah. kept thinking to myself, how are those people going to be able to handle themselves when they have to sit across the table from me and drink a beer with me? Barely. They didn't. We just no. basically, we lost friendship. I, there were friendships that were lost because I was like, you're too much of a dick to even sit across the table from and drink a beer with anymore. Yeah. You know, it's, it is definitely a new world. It is definitely sh- different and strange, but like, why not? Less civility. Let's use, yeah. Let's use it to our own benefit. That the way I feel about all of that stuff now, everybody wants to get in arguments about, you know, whether we're supposed to be doing this or supposed to be doing that with AI and social media and all yeah. these things, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, you know what? Let's use it all to our benefit. Go if out. it makes me giggle, then what difference does it make? Yeah. You know, I can't control it. I can't, I can't control like whether it happens in this world, social media, AI, all that stuff that was out of the bag before we even knew it existed. Like, yeah, that's what people don't understand about the military complex that we live in. It is things that once it makes it to the mainstream, it is already in. Yeah. Done. I'm no longer talking about like random people. I don't know that are rude commenting on my my mm-hmm. car stuff. Mm-hmm. But like, I, I do see friends mm-hmm. that want to fight with other people mm-hmm. on like Facebook. Mm-hmm. And to me, like they, f- they have energy and emotion that they want to put somewhere. Yep. yep. And I'm like, go put it at a, go volunteer at a nursing home. Yeah. Take in a foster puppy. Yeah. You know, like go to Driscoll and volunteer. There are places, and I think that's why I've never given a shit, is because that's where I put my energy. You're like, I have to, I have shit to do. I have things to do. I, well, yeah. yeah, I have things I care about a lot yeah. more yeah. than other people's opinion, for sure. If they just did that, like if everybody was, instead of trying to make a ripple on the internet, uh-huh. make a ripple in your own community. Uh-huh. Like go out and do something good. You might have Be just kind. titled this podcast by the way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like while we're talking. <laughs> I'm all like, I don't get that very often, but I'm like, I just heard a title for the podcast right Do there. It. Put it on there. <laughs> but yeah, I just feel like there's, you know, if you could just take that energy, direct, redirect it in somewhere that actually is gonna, not is going to make them feel better because mm-hmm. endlessly fight. Nobody, nobody leaves their, leaves an internet fight with a changed perspective. No, nobody. Leave I never participate in them. I don't, it's funny that I'm even talking stomach. about them. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> But you see it and it's a, it's a, it's an interesting conversation. I'm certainly, you know, if you're putting yourself out there like we are, and that's what we're talking yeah. about, you're putting yourself out there, then there's some processing to all of it that you have to do. And I think that that's really more than anything else. Oh, that's, I just that's hope that is. the pendulum swings. You know yeah. what I mean? Like right mm-hmm. now, everybody, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? I think people are realizing that everything they should be buyer beware. My girlfriend said to me the other day, she goes, I'm just so, I'm just so, she goes, everything I ever knew was a lie. And I was like, yeah, yeah. I, I, the thing about it is, is that I, I woke up to that about 15 years ago and then I tried, and then I was still having to live in a world where like not really anybody else had woken up to that yet. And now we're getting to where more people are waking up to that and to outright hear somebody say like, everything I've ever known in my life is a lie. And I'm like, yep, welcome. And you can't go back once you know. Great. <laughs> like, like it's like food things or diet yeah. things or health things. Like oh, that's yeah. what I'm one of we those just, people that once I go in and see, learn, or like, 
learn something, right? I yeah. can't go back anymore, yeah. right? Well, that's to me, that's what that's I'm the ideal. About. Like, do your own. Don't trust. Don't trust the words. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? Like, mm -hmm. don't like every advertisements. Like everything well, yeah. is just all bullshit. If frankly. you like, I I don't know what your background, education background is, and but sound, your profession is clearly marketing, and that's mine as well. Well, we know what we were taught. Yeah. We, I know what I was taught in marketing education, mm -hmm. and it is literally to use your emotions to get you to buy something from me. Yeah. Right. And so it's fascinating to me how- It could be used for good. Right. You know, it doesn't have to necessarily be used to buy something that's- But understand- Nine grams of sugar. Understand, people yeah. of the world, that people that sell you things have a very specific job yeah. that not only do they do it, with no qualms because that's their job they were taught to do it that way yeah and that to me has always been weird to me that people didn't yeah. understand that didn't i got understand. i got lucky that like our household was real healthy when mm -hmm. i was growing up so i really wanted you know like fast foods and, mm -hmm. and all that you know all the na like naughty foods growing up but then as an when adult when you got to was, teenage years and started being able to buy your own did you go out run out immediately and start buying all the crap food that you could buy that's how my teenage i definitely wanted to yeah <laughs> Definitely wanted to. And, but I mean, thank God that that kind of carried on and the distrust of just like, I'm going to see what they put in this. Yeah. You know what I mean? You can't trust. Like this trust. whole bioengineered thing, everybody's yeah. all, it's like the meme of, of everything right now. Oh my God, read the labels, bioengineered. And I'm like, I, yeah. I don't like, I'm having to learn how to not be like, God, are y'all all so naive? Like, and being negative about it, like being like that, because that's not how I am. That's not yeah. what I want to be. What I want to be is like, oh my God, I'm so glad that people are finally starting to wake up. Now they're going to start hopefully looking around for other options. What yes. can we talk about? What can we talk about besides the bioengineered thing? Can we talk about how much sugar is in everything? Yeah. Can we talk about like that you're reading labels? Can we talk about genetically modified foods I know. available to us on the grocery store shelves? It's been yeah. that way. It's, yeah, it's it is wild. a fascinating thing. So. And it's wild to go, you know, like I'm, I've traveled a lot, so um, that kind of sounded a little dick. But I mean, like, basically, I've, I've worked, I've lot, worked so. hard to go and travel. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, that's the one thing I knew when I was a kid. I had access to yeah. National Geographic, so I was like, God, I want to travel. That's all I want to do. I know. And my mom mm -hmm. was like, Kaylin, do you have to go there by yourself? And I'm like, Mom, you're the one that laid out those National Geographics out there for me to see. You know? I loved you encouraging <laughs> me. You were like, go on your trip. Yeah. I'm so excited for you. Go uh, once a year. And I'm like, I... Because that was my Nothing dream better. of all I ever wanted to do, really. All I've ever wanted to do my whole entire life was be able to just travel like yeah. an independent traveler and just be all over. But I had a kid when I was 20. Yeah. So now I'm like, all right, 44, here we go. Now's your time. <laughs> exactly. Now, and I mean, it's kind of even better now. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? It only gets Because the kids are grown and the things are done and the whatever. Well, yeah. What am I going to do? I'm going to travel and run a farm. Sounds like a great life. <laughs> Honestly? Paradise. Sounds like a, it's out of a book. <laughs> Hang out with people talking on a radio type podcast, whatever, you know, it's all good. It's all per good. Paradise. Yeah. I Absolute love it. Absolute paradise. But when you go over to overseas, like uh, the way you eat is just fascinatingly different. And I'm just like, if our government, I mean, obviously our government is not going to go out of their way to assist us, no, but no. like there no. needs, the They're pendulum needs the to go the other direction. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah. Everything is like, People don't realize just how buyer beware they really should be. Yeah. Uh, everything is just to make that extra dollar. They don't I've straight give a up shit. been saying they're you're being poisoned. Like yeah. you're being poisoned. It's just that it's not a. The reason they don't call it poison is because you can eat it today and not die with blood coming out of your mouth when you put it in your mouth today. But in, give it a couple of years. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Oh, we live in crazy times. Okay, so you've got radio show, you've got a bar, you've got uh, all the things. Tell us where we can actually find None you. None of the time. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. So if anybody is interested, I mean, I think that uh, these car videos are not just necessarily if you like cars, they're human interest. Like mm -hmm. that is why people get drawn into because they're the people that are just daring enough to make a automotive, like, like if you're going to make an automobile, you got some balls. Mm -hmm. You're probably a maverick. And with a maverick comes a lot of cool tales. Mm -hmm. um, so if you wanted to find some of those videos, they are on the Bad Blonde YouTube channel, uh, Bad, Bad Blonde Cars. Bad Blonde Cars. I could have thought I about that. that. I pulled the trigger. I don't know. I, I like, like it. Okay, good. And so you can do that. And then uh, every- Do you have an only, only fans, Bad Blonde Cars? And then the Bad like Blonde Toes. <laughs> <Yeah>. Just kidding. 
<laughs> I got Goliath toast. So nobody. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Maybe there is a market for that, but. Uh, on, uh, on Saturday mornings, I got my radio show with my brother, which is a real treat. Um, cause it's a real we, treat. Yeah. We're, we're just like that, you know, everyone, he's, a, he's, he's great. We do have a lot of fun with it. You yeah. know, we're good. It's a good melding, even though I do want to like, I mean, I might just put my hands around his neck in the middle of the, you know what I mean? I'm like, get yeah. Um, I've so, been on a radio type thing with a yeah. male before. It's like, fun. <laughs> I know. I'm like, I lo- I'm like, I love you because my brother. But if you weren't my brother, I would probably freaking like <laughs> hate you. Uh, so that's Saturday, 10 a.m. on 1440 Keys. You can also listen at 90. So that's 1440 a.m. And then they also have 98.7 FM, which was a big deal mm-hmm. for the radio station mm-hmm. to get. And then I got, you know, Instagram, Facebook, all those little mm-hmm. socials that are fun. I like to post a little trivia question. That gets a lot of, uh, you know, a lot of folks like like to guess, you know, I'm like, well, mm-hmm. you know, throw out some obscure and a little bit easier facts and then folks like to guess it. So it's kind of fun. I, I like it. It's a good hobby. Yeah. It's a good hobby until anything goes viral. And then I got dick bags trying to make comments, but <laughs> dick bagels. Yeah. Dick bagels. <laughs> I don't know what that means, but I like it. It makes me laugh. It just like, it's, it, it's a good description of them. <laughs> we are doing a uh, monthly, like cool, you know, like coast, we call it a coastal cruising. Uh-huh. During yeah. Art Walk for like, you know, you got a classic car, you got a modern car. For sure. Good. Yeah. You got any car you want to bring? You know, we had a really good showing with our um, Air Coolers gang, which is like a bunch of V-Dub bands. Yeah, that's really cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah I've been people. seeing a couple of those. I'm like, okay, I'm going to make it out to that at some point. The address of the annex for people that live local. And if anybody's coming to Corpus Christi for a vacay, yeah, you come to the annex. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're, we're real cool. We got a nice patio. We got an indoor with air conditioning. That's actually a really big deal, by the way. It is the air conditioning stuff because really I thought is. about that several times too. Like, yeah. first of all, I feel happy there, and I like the people that work there, and all of that. But then also, you have good air conditioning, Girl. yeah. And it that feels was like a, a, <laughs> like, a, a, yeah. a we were like we were messing around. Yeah, put yeah. a couple of ton units in around here. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's at three twelve South Chaparral. South's uh-huh. important, or else you'll end up at Lucy's. And um, <laughs> yeah, because nobody really knows that there is a South and a North. Because uh-huh. honestly, aside from Wilhelmy, there was not much going on right. on that street. Exactly. Nobody, nobody really drove down there. Yeah. Until we got there, we're right behind um, the U and I. We're right kind of close to Noasis Brewing yeah. Company. Yeah, there's some so, stuff going on down yeah. there now. It's a lot of fun. Yeah. Yeah. I've been eating at the U and I since I was in the womb. Me so too. I love it. Yeah. Oh my god! So this is a this is a cheat code, guys, uh-huh. for any liver eaters. Uh-huh. So you get their yeah. you don't get you, they have liver on the menu, uh-huh. but you tell them you want it mesquite grilled. Oh, so which means they take off the onions. Uh-huh. And then they'll give you like a lemon and you squirt the lemon on there. Mesquite grilled liver. There you it's go. The be- it's the liver of your life. Dinner table talks, man. <laughs> you heard it here. You heard it here. I love it. Minerally eats. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. That though the you and I, that's, that's old school Corpus Christi, by the so way. The Aster, you and I, and uh, what was the name of that one? The um, uh, Gosh, I can't even think of it anymore. Um, what street is uh, on Alameda next to the Gates Donuts shop? There used to be the oh torch, the torch. Yeah, because I go to Gates's every Friday. Yeah, and yeah. Get donuts. For so the these boys. are like um, old school Greek family restaurants, yeah. and yeah. like the only place in town where I'd eat like a steak or liver or you know, <laughs> I don't eat in any places like that anymore because there's nothing they're serving in there that's not gonna make me sick. Honestly, I don't mean to be ugly anymore, but my diet is just so different now. It's like all yeah. the different things, but. Man, we used to eat there. We yeah. used to eat at the Aster. Like, oh yeah. So I would say that the Aster was probably like you're describing. I've eaten there since I was in the womb. The yeah. Aster was that one for me, as opposed to the U and I. But same, totally. all the, it's the same. <laughs> Memories. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. All right, let's do the random question. Um, okay. I've had so much fun with this. I'm excited. So you draw and ask me the question. Okay, I like this this time. All right. Yeah. How much would you pay to be able to slam dunk? To s- this doesn't feel like a you question. Give me another card. You're like, I don't like that one. Yeah. <laughs> you- I don't think you give a shit about slam dunking. <laughs> if you could travel anywhere in the world right now, tomorrow, where would it be? Bali. Oh, yeah. I haven't been to Bali and it's been on my list. Oh, it's beautiful so, there. Yeah. How about you? Oh, shit. I, honestly, if I want to go somewhere, I, I have gone. Um, <sighs> have you been to Africa? No. Not I want to go there too. That's on my... I be- also want to go to um, 
to Spain, but to go on oh, the yeah. pilgrimage, that pilgrimage that they have in Spain. I forget what it's called, but oh. anyway, I want to do that. But Bali is like been was above that pilgrimage. Bali's thing. on there somewhere for yeah. me for sure. Have you been to Bali? You haven't been to Bali yet either? Oh, uh, we have actually. Yeah. <laughs> so like- Callie and I went, uh, Callie, her husband, her husband, I don't remember if they were married at the time. I think they were. Uh-huh. We did a whole little Southeast Asia trip. So we went to um, Saigon, did New Year's uh-huh. Eve in Saigon because wow. my sister's birthday is January the 1st, which is the shittiest day to have a birthday. Bless uh-huh. our heart. Uh-huh. So we tried to do something special because New Year's Eve in Saigon and then we did Cambodia and then we did Thailand. Wow. And then we uh, went over to Bali and then also Lombok and then they left and I was like, I'm going to stick around for a uh-huh. So I went to Malaysia and then I went, I think, back to Vietnam. And that then... sounds like a, a dream trip for me. Like, it was really that, like that's a part of the world I want to do. It so was nice. I have this idea that like I fly to Hawaii, which puts me closer to that part of the world. Yeah. And then I spend like a week there. Smart. Getting used to like time change and things like that. And then go the rest of the way over to like islands and yeah. Fiji it is a legit trek. It's a whole day. Like it's 23 yeah. hours. You go yeah. to Tai typically you go to Taipei and then then, and then they, by the time you get there like how's that? I mean, see the the time you just change keep kicking. jacks me up so bad. I have to sleep for like the first 24. I so, like I have to plan it into my vacation. Don't to do sleep. that. So I learned this from my <laughs> sister-in-law. She said the first day you just completely do as they do. So like just keep kicking. <laughs> like, don't go to sleep when you're supposed to go to sleep. You basically, like, that first day you run through it yeah. and you go to bed when it is a normal time in that time zone. Yeah. It doesn't, I know My it sounds difficult, work but it's the way to do way, it. Though. Like, I, every time I've been to Hawaii, when I get there, I'm just like, I can't. Like, I, I literally can't. Like, I, I, I'm like dragging. And I'm, so, so, I, my favorite places to vacation are islands. So I'm Love like, it. as long as Same. it's got a beach that I can sleep on, I'm cool to sleep on the beach for the first, you know, whatever, just plan it into my vacation and then I'll go for it. You should there. go to Cuba. You know, whatever. It's a little bit of an, it's an easier time zone. It yeah. might be our time zone. Yeah. Well, I have a lot of plans for Good. more travels and figuring it out and going from there. And, but I have to fit it into my life with the, with the farm currently, currently, that doesn't mean it'll be that way forever, but currently my life is I can travel in August and I can travel in February. And so I have to nice. go somewhere, I have to go to like an Island or somewhere warm in February. Yeah. And then in August I need to go somewhere cool. <laughs> go up North. Yeah, exactly. Or to Europe. I yeah. mean, yeah, most of Europe. Yeah. I look at the airfare just to watch. Cause you, I mean, you Same. know, there's been certain times where I'm like, oh, wow, that is some seriously cheap airfare. Right yeah. now, it's not that way. It's like no. you can't even get to Washington for less than like $500 or something oh, I know. ridiculous yeah. right? like that. Tremendous so change. It's got a lot going on. So I'll just sometimes go to Google Flights and be like, Corpus to anywhere. Uh-huh. And just see what, you know, like, an, or if I'm coming if up, if, where they're trying I, to get people to. Yeah. Uh-huh. If I'm going to Europe or if I'm going like Put to in my dates in February and yeah. just see like, what is where, they... where can you fly into? That's often like, I mean, there uh-huh. was a few times where I was trying to get over to, um, there's a car race that I like to go into in May. And so like, I'll just be like, all right, well, I know I want to be down in Monaco in mm-hmm. the end of May, but mm-hmm. like halfway through May, where can I fly into that is reasonably cheap? Cause once you get over there. You can kind of like take a cheap flight, you know, like take yeah. a cheap flight, take a train, uh, figure out your own logistics, which is a little bit, <laughs> I'm never that great at doing that, but I do it anyways. <laughs> like, yeah. Always making mistakes. Uh, but yeah, Google flights is so nice to just kind of like get your whereabouts okay. on where All you right. want to go. You can put anywhere. Yeah. Like you can put U- U.S. Corpus nice. Christi to anywhere in the U.S. Nice. Yeah. I love it. I have started, well, I've always done it, but I've started doing it even more lately and just kind of trying to see like, cause I know that there's no way you can like decide to do something unless you decide, unless you play with the idea. Like that's where yeah. it starts. Just play with the idea and just see what, I mean, kind of like my road trip to Michigan. It's like when I first suggest like through that idea, it's kind of like your mom saying, why do you have to go by yourself? My, you know, my parents were kind of like, uh, why? What? Who? It's a you natural and, family. And I was like, mm, dad, I think I don't need the permission at this point in my life. I think it's time for me to like, it never just, ends. Yeah. <laughs> it never ends. It never ends. Oh, thank you so much for joining me. Girl. You're my amazing. Pleasure. <laughs> it was so much fun. I had a great time. It's a treat. Yeah, I've really enjoyed because we've now only known each other for a few months and I have enjoyed our friendship. 
I mean, yeah. I'm like, wow, this is great. I love this chick. She's awesome and lots of fun stuff. And I'd like Thank to get you. to know you more now, now that I even know more about your travel interests and things like that. Because oh, yeah. I'm always looking for a someone that likes to travel alone, but like you can travel like parallel with each yes. other. I like that. I yeah. like another woman that like loves independent travel, but like it's cool to have somebody there too. You know oh, what totally. I mean? My friend Jess, um, we can travel like that really well um, because we're just we, like, we're not... I, we were never those girls that were like, oh, let's go shopping and we have to hold each other's hands the whole entire time. It was more like, oh, yeah. let's go up here and do this thing and uh, and I'll see you in a couple of days. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Like, Thank God. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Love it. Thank you, friends, again, for coming to the dinner table. I always appreciate you guys. And I get even more excited every week when I see the supporters of the podcast, when I see my Patreon supporters everybody that's coming out here to the farm for garden healing. I had a volunteer that came out here to the farm today. That's a regular thing. All of those things are going on. And of course, you're going to start to catch me out at the farmer's markets a little bit more now. It's The temperatures are cooling off. I've got plants. I'm bringing down USDA certified organic plants from this amazing grower up in the uh, Georgetown area. I'm going to bring some more down next week. You, I heard You heard me say You'll catch me at the chicken chip bingo Yeehaw. at the annex. Um, so you'll see me out and around. And if you have any questions or want to find out if there's something else you can get involved in with what I'm up to, uh, please just reach out to me. You know how to get a hold of me. It's very easy. I love you guys. Thank you, Caitlin, for coming out and enjoying. Oh, pleasure was mine. Here. I love it. I appreciate you. And I'll see you all very soon. Have a great week. Mm -hmm.